yes, yes. Share the podcast. Somebody share, share, share on Facebook, share on WhatsApp, invite your friends, tell them AFM is live, it's online. Join, 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 join. Quick, quick, quick. Let's go. Let's get going. All right. Share, 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 share. Pastor Aqua, you're welcome. Josie, you're welcome. Project Doza, you're welcome. Prince, thank you for sharing. Evangi, thank you for sharing. And then um, the Prince Shepherd, share, invite some people to join because I'm about to share with you very important things that I know will be a blessing to your life, your ministry. So I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to share with you tonight. Especially if you have a father, you have a father in the Lord, a father in ministry, a man of God you are following. And this is this is this is the meeting you need. This is the, the the secret you need to add to your life and to your ministry. So, this is a very important thing. I like you to join. Invite your people to join. If you have a ministry, you have members, you have followers. I want you to invite them to come and join. If you're a father, invite your children to join. Yes, so that they can follow. They know how to relate with the father. I'll teach them how to relate with the father. Marching everywhere to the darkest corners of this world. The spirit of the Lord is falling on the my sound clear? Can you hear me well? I want to know if my sound is clear. You can hear well. Let me know. Who will stand for him today? Wow, okay. 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 That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. So on on on, on our last meeting we were talking about we we're talking about um, two things I wanted to share with you and I told you I, I shared with you about your library I told you your library is your shield for the day of war and then I also shared with you on soaking of messages. Now today I'm sharing with you how to relate with a father. Or oh, is that not the title I gave? Let me go and check. Maybe that's what I was going to teach about. Okay. Yes, relating with fathers. How to relate with fathers. How to relate with fathers. We are live, we are live, we are live. Thank you for sharing. I can see that you are sharing, you are sharing, you are sharing. Share, 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 share. Let them join. Okay. Now, if you are going to be in ministry or if you are in ministry, you realize that one of the most difficult things you are going to encounter is how to relate with the Father. Do I have witnesses in the house? 
There are people who, who attest to the fact that one of the difficult things they find doing is relating with the father. I mean, you just don't know what to do. You don't know how to even approach them. You don't know how to talk with them. You don't know the kind of questions to ask them. Sometimes when you even send them a message, they don't even reply. You call the own pick. Hey. Yes. So how do you relate with the father? That is what I want to share with you right now. I'm sure this meeting may end at 11:30 or something. Now, in relating with the father, the first thing I want you to understand is that you must understand who a father is. You must know who a father is. Okay, that's the first thing I want you to understand. You must know who a father is. I wish that our podcast will rise to about 15, 20, 30 people, 50 people, 100 people. Tell your friends to arise. Let, let them wake up. They should wake up and come online. Where are they? A moment. I know these kinds of teachings are not quite common over the the, the few over the the years or should I say months? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let me say it well. In recent times, I've had people come up to me constantly and they ask, Ah, how how are you able to relate with all these people? How are you able to communicate with all these? People? Just this evening, I was chatting with Dr. Ampiakovi. I mean it. I'm not lying to you. I'll send you a screenshot. <laughs> yes, just this evening I was chatting with Dr. Biovkovi. He even sent me. I was chatting with him on WhatsApp, and again we had to even chat on SMS. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you think I'm lying, no? <laughs> so <laughs> yes. Some people ask, how are you able to relate with all these people? I mean, how are you able to relate with your fathers and all of that? I mean, there's wisdom in relating with fathers, and that is what I want to share with you. Most of the times, look, this world there. Eh, I think last I was telling you that. Hey, my drink is almost finished. Last time I told you that we work by common sense, we run by principles, we fly by instructions. Okay. A young man asked me a question today. I think today the person asked me. Ah, I think the person asked me the same thing I, I just said. How are you able to relate to all these big, 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 big? I mean, when I look around, I see all great, great people. You how you relate with them? And he said, How? Oh, give me the wisdom. Is there a book I need to read? I just made a powerful statement. And he says, That all? I said, Yes, that's all. I told him that. Look for. Okay, I'll tell you that very soon. I won't tell you now. So that you end the podcast and run away. No, I'll tell you now. <laughs> okay. Now, now, cause you are AFM. I welcome. I can't wait to have you tomorrow. I want you fast, oh, and come and fly out because tomorrow there. Otonyo na me shankom. Otonyo na me shankom. So, wow. That's powerful. Let me know. Let me know. Some of you are using nicknames. I don't even know who who is Project Dogs. Who is that? Let me know you. Don't hide. Don't hide, oh. <laughs> I said you must know who a father is. 
Somebody said you must know who a father is. You must know who a father is. A father, your father is not your friend, okay? When you, you see your father as a friend, wow, Reverend Andy, oh, that's powerful. People <laughs> forgive me, I'm pouring my drink. My drink got finished. I have, to, I have to pour it. If not, if I die at 37 years, you say you see these young guys, they were rational, they didn't take their time. You see that now they've died prematurely. So let me take care of my health. Yes, you must know who a father is. You must know who a father is. Malachi once said, he said, a son honors a father. I want you to understand that. Eh? Your whole existence in this world is to honor your fathers. Let me say it again. Your whole existence. What is Adewe All these things about disloyalty and issues with fathers and fights and all those things will stop. Listen, we exist. Wow, Emmanuel Swansi. Wow, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. So for God bless you. God bless you. I miss you, cry. I'm inviting you for TGG 2021, August 13th to 15th, CACI Family Worship Center. Now, now, what was I saying? You must understand that your whole existence, you exist to honor your fathers. Are you with me? So you must know where his father is. And Malachi 1.6 says that a son honors a father. He's saying that a son exists to honor a father. He didn't say a son buys shoes for a father. He didn't say, say a son likes a father. A son loves a father. Your father doesn't need your love. It's rather your mother who needs your love. Your father doesn't need your love. The senior man, please, who is the senior man? The senior man, the senior man. Let me know your name so that I can be able to communicate. Oh, we have got it to 14. 14, invite more, invite more people. Post on some pages and let your friends join. If you have, you have a ministry, you have members, call them to come online. I believe this thing will help them to be able to follow you. Hey, senior man himself. <laughs> wow, senior man. Senior man, no, no. Senior man, thank you for the airtime two days ago. I'm grateful. I'm teaching on how to follow a father, how to relate with a father, okay? How to relate with a father. And I was saying that a lot of people do not know how to relate with fathers. They don't know how. They don't know when. They don't know. I mean, they don't. They have the slightest of the idea of how to relate with the father. And this is why a lot of people have issues with their their fathers. And I'm telling you, the first thing you must know about relating to your father is what? You must know who a father is. Okay? You must know who a father is. You must know who a father is. Your father is not your classmate. Your father doesn't exist to be your cheerleader. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, we are our fathers. When we are having programs, they don't support. They don't share our posters. They don't come for a book lunch. Your father doesn't exist to come for your book lunch. Are you with me? Your father, the duty of your father is not to come for your book lunch and come for your programs. Obeying. <laughs> and when I was doing this, he didn't cheer me up. Your father is not your cheerleader. Your followers are your cheerleaders. I, 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 that's what they are called fans. Your father is not your fan. So a lot of people do not understand. Yes, 
so far, I tell you, a lot of people do not understand who fathers is, and this is why they are unable to relate with them. And if you find a, a true father, eh? fathers. Let me give you a few rules of a father before I I I I, I told you you must know who a father is, okay? Uh, you must know who a father is. I think I told you that. Now let me give you some of the rules of a father from my father's book, Reverend Solomon, my mentor's book, Reverend Solomon, The Wisdom of a Father. Okay? A father is a teacher. A father is a person who teaches. Okay? So a father is not somebody you have posted on your status and every day, thank you, Papa, you are blessed, we love you, love you, love you. That's not a father. A father is a teacher. Okay? A father role is to restrain restrain means he has the ability of telling you don't go here don't do this in the year 2016 i wanted to launch my book the maker of men i, I wanted to launch it 2016. my father apostle Ayusu Ankara said no don't launch it now so i waited for how many years five years or so i don't know 2016 2017 2018 2019 2020 2021 20, five years later then he said you can now going to book lunch lunching and when i look back i realized that if i had been printed who would have bought it <laughs> i mean and i also made a lot of changes to the book so i mean a father's role is to restrain you a father's role is to tell you don't do this i don't want you to go here again do you know that as old as i am i i don't go to places without informing my fathers as old as i am i mean the afm himself every puppet i stand on to preach I have to call my spiritual fathers to tell them yes i mean me i mean me i mean me me yes <laughs> yes i tell them papa I, 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 this man of god is inviting me i want to go what do you think and even when i want to make certain ministers my friends i mean certain ministers some of them i called and i said papa i've met this man of god i want you to be my friend I, do you know him how what do you know about him can you let me know or what do you think if they say you, 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 it's a go, it's a go go. I said okay. Recently, I wanted to buy a car. Just last two weeks, I wanted to buy a car. I contacted one of my fathers. Well, two of my fathers all said no. They know it's not because of Munio. They said the car, the type of car I wanted to buy. They said this car will not help you. Okay. They said this car will not help you. I said really, but I like this car. Wow, I like it. It's nice. It attracts me. He said I want you to get this type of car. So I have to call the man again and tell the man that, you know what, I can't buy the car again. Yes, and he was selling it for 34,000 cities. I said, I can't buy the car again because of one or two reasons. So your father exists to restrain you. Okay, so I'm saying that as old as I am, there are certain things I still call my fathers to tell them. I still call them. And as I'm speaking, there's no puppet that I stand on to preach since 2015. Every puppet has time to pray. I have to call Apostle Isu Ankara Richmond to tell him that I'm going to preach for this person. The only people he gave me the right to preach for without permission is my brothers. People that are brothers like Pastor Prempe and Co, Apostle Atika and Co, um, Revivalist and Co. Uh -huh. Those people, if I'm preaching for I don't chest some, I don't need permission. But if I'm preaching for certain people are like outsiders, I must. And if he says no, he says no. Up to today, me senior man. Yes, that's what a father is used to do, to restrain you. Sometimes, the way we see things as science is different from the way our fathers see things. While your father is telling you, arise and do this, because you are still young. I mean, me, I got married when I, I had just ended my national service. You understand? 
so if you were i'm to think like a normal human being like charlie life is hard where am i even going to get money and then you know i need to work and then life there is whatever no my father's already told me mike i marry early so me something that i had already i would have gotten married in 2017 or something i was still in school so your father restrains you okay so for bodies you're welcome pastor pios thank you for joining your father exists to restrain and sometimes the restraints no they may be bad they may have side effects i remember some time ago my father told me not to read any other book outside the bible and, and it was i felt bad about it I still complain about it <laughs> but it helped me become a very sound bible student okay i didn't like it so there are times your father will give an instruction you don't like okay they can tell you i want you to if my father says i should close down my church i'll close it down i mean it i'm not i'm not saying i'm not bragging no. <laughs> i'm not bragging when reverend when reverend solomon told me to buy a land for our church project that time charlie me cry and i realized that hey, okay are you sure basically i was with i said he said start a school i said I, 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 are you serious and you understand what i mean <laughs> i look at it, I said, ah, are you serious me i want to start a school all right but i decided i wanted i have a five-year plan maybe five years time he said no start it now i said ah, i don't have a land i said start it now I was saying this in my head. I wasn't saying it to him anyway. <laughs> but I'm just trying to talk like how a son will talk. Why your father is saying do it now? He was like, I, I don't even have a land. Where am I going to get four plus of land to build a school? Do you know build a school? But the father says, do this. And I want you to understand that's the role of a father. To restrain you, to stop you from doing things and to command you to do certain things. And again, another thing you must know. That Reverend Solomon said, the role of a father is to be a lord over his household so you must understand I t- I, i'm telling you the first point i'm telling you is that in order to relate with your father you must know who a father is and that's what i'm telling you that a father is a lord over the house okay and so if you are a son you must understand that in the, the there's a book called the 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 fifth word laws of power is it 50 laws of power what's the title of the book 48 laws of power, yes. 48 laws of power, yes. 48 laws of power. Law 1 says that never outshine the master. Never outshine the master. I will never forget this law. Never outshine them. I will never forget it. Never forget it. Never. I will never be in the presence of a great man and give like I can do something better than them. Never okay never never i'll shine the master and and you must understand that a father is a lord over the ministry a father is a lord over the house and that is an understanding that you must have if you don't have that understanding that is a lord and you know how laws behave you know how a landlord behave you know how um, a judge be i mean they are proud in a way because so if your pastor is talking with a certain sense of arrogance don't get offended he's the pastor when God was calling you in primary school, you didn't, you didn't even know that, that there was any call of God on your life. Shut up and stop fooling around. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yes. So, a father is a lord. He's a boss over a house. 
So if you don't understand this, you will always end up in fights with your father, with your fathers and the people that God brings into your life as fathers. And the Bible instructs us that we should honor our fathers so that our days may be long. The days that may be longest. If you honor, honor your fathers in ministry, you have longevity in ministry. If you honor your fathers in marriage, you have longevity in marriage. I mean, the grace that comes upon a, a person's life for long in any area of life, if it's finances, I mean, you can have fathers who are just ex- existing as fathers of financial your financial life. Okay, I have a father like that. I mean, when it comes to money matters, he's the one I discuss with and issues like that. So he's a father of all my finances. Are you, are you with me? Aha. Uh-huh. And I have a father of a ministry and I have a, a spiritual father. So, so they are lords. So that when I'm around Reverend Solomon or Papa Iso or, or any of my father, the way they talk, I mean, they, they are bossing around me. And I'm like, me too, I'm AFMO. What? <laughs> are you with me? Yeah. But who am I? I have to be a son. And I enjoy being a son. Being a son. I enjoy being a son. So if you don't understand that a father is a boss, a father is a lord over his household, you will not be able to relate to the father. Quickly, let, let's go to the next rule of a father. The rule of a father is commanding his children. I think I've talked about that. And then the fifth one is, is providing for his children. So those are the rules of a father. And if you don't know who a father is, you are going to have difficulties in relating with a father. Okay, and I told you in the book of Malachi one says that a son exists to honor his father. Kingdom financier, is that Ken Wise? Ken Wise, is that you? A son exists to honor his father. He exi- Let me say it where he exists to make his father proud. That is it. A son exists to make his father proud. Oh, Robert. Wow. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's powerful. Okay. A son exists to do what? To make his father proud. That is the duty of a son. And that is why you end up finding out that a son constantly does things that will please his, will make his father proud, will bring honor to his father, will bring a good name to his father, and all of those things. So that is the existence of a son. And the interesting thing of it that we, 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 I want you to understand again, the point two that I want you, the point one is that a father is what? You must know who a father is. Uh-huh. And the point two is, you, in knowing who a father is, the second thing I want you to know is that a father is not perfect. A father is not perfect. A father has shortcomings. A father has mistakes. A father makes mistakes. A father makes mistakes. I was starting with a young minister who told me that the reason I'm struggling is because my father told me. And this is a father who has been a blessing to me, me throughout my life. <coughs> okay? He said, bro, my bro, ministry, new relationship, you know, because, eh, also for we can't say, I'm a fire NTO. Papa, we can't say, say, I'm a fire NTO. I realized that this guy doesn't understand what it means to be a son. A father's make mistakes. Sometimes they can give instructions to you that you go and do a thing where they don't fail you. And if you don't understand that, you will lose your father. <coughs> you lose your fathers because you you expect your fathers to be perfect. They don't make mistakes. But fathers make mistakes. 
and only few fathers i told you that fathers are bosses so bosses don't usually apologize only few fathers will come back and apologize and say you know what i'm sorry only few okay especially in the african society like this fathers are always right fathers are always right they are never wrong fathers never apologize not even to their wives uh -huh. but if you go to the western world it's not so that you can see a father kneeling down to his little daughter begging the daughter that please forgive me uh-huh <laughs> not in africa uh, so even when they are wrong they may not come back are you there i want you to keep typing so that i know when i make a striking point you can type it so that i know that you are following i don't it could be that i'm just talking to the air uh -huh, okay okay so just when i make a striking thing just type it so that i know that you're following thank you so much thank you so much so fathers make mistakes okay but personally one of the things that i've done in following fathers and following any great man that has come along my way i don't know a single great man that i've had a relationship with for years and they are not still with me i don't know a single one of them i don't know a single one of them ha uh -huh. that they are still not with me and i know how to relate with them because i've I'm, i've come to understand that they make mistakes they can make but it's not all fathers that make some fathers are perfectionists i mean we have all kinds of fathers who oh yes cinema not in africa africa he would never apologize he will slap you <laughs> in addition <laughs> and, and when an african come father wants to apologize very <laughs> tv Yes, cow basin yango toy be anybody. Cow we fridge no more. We said me to drink be by audio. Cow go far. That's how they apologize. Yes. So, so how I've been able to relate with fathers over the years is that I've understood that they make mistakes, and and because I've understood that they make mistakes, I overlook their mistakes. I overlook their mistakes. I never talk about, never complain about it. I mean. I mean, I, 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 too, I, have, I have mistakes, okay? Stephen, you're welcome. Me too, yes. Yes, yeah, guy, guy, apology. They apologize in a certain way that. Can't go from crying, crying, and I'm never going to call you away. When the TVT, the said, hey, baby, they are just apologizing like that, but the apology will be an insult. So I try to understand that they make mistakes they they are not always perfect but i look beyond their imperfections okay i look beyond their imperfections sometimes you can be listening to your father who said i've never begged before but you have seen them even come to tell you charlie mike i'm watching oh mommy 500 cd but the same person standing behind the public i've never begged before i overlook all of that i don't get up and say oh this is man of god christ is a liar the fact that i'm not a liar doesn't mean that another person can be a liar okay uh -huh. so i overlook it and i look beyond it and i, I sometimes i even try to def define what they are trying to say even when they say it and i know that the our canon if we are trying to look at realize that he's lying but i try to look at it in a different maybe by begging he's trying to say that maybe i've never gone to stand by the roadside to beg i mean i give them the benefit of the doubt of being wrong that is what i do when they are wrong and i know sometimes you see we all see that our fathers are wrong but sometimes even the time that we think they are wrong they are not wrong but it is because you are young and you are naive, you think they are wrong. Uh -huh. So I just give them the benefit of the doubt. I assume that, okay, if I were in his shoes, I would have also said the same thing. 
but I, I wouldn't have done it anyway. But I just assumed that um, if I were in the shoes, I would have done the same thing. So I wouldn't do it. But I, I'm just to to be able to receive the Father. And I tell you, a lot of people are not receiving from. Please give me a moment. A moment. All right. I'm back. I'm back. I want to get some, some water. Now, a lot of people are not be, unable to receive from fathers because they are constantly observing their mistakes. So the day they come and say that God told me to anoint you to become the richest person in Sunyane or in Ghana. You look at them and say, Apun, you, <laughs> are you not the same person that <laughs> even you cry? Just this evening, you called me for Lori Fair to church. You are here talking about anointing somebody for to become rich. Are you are you joking with me? Me, I don't do that. Me, I don't do that. Isaac blessed Jacob. When you look at the story of the pen, the, the, the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Isaac is the one that much wasn't said about him because Isaac didn't do much. I mean, Isaac didn't do much. I mean, one Bobra, okay, let's just say it that way. Isaac was Shadam Bobra. When he came, Abraham was already rich and has set things in play. And even Isaac is the one who became blind at his old age. Can you imagine? He was just at home eating and drinking. <laughs> yeah. So, so he didn't do much like Abraham. I mean, or Jacob. I mean, he didn't struggle. Or Isaac. But Isaac, the blind man, was laying hands on his son Esau, Jacob, anointing him to be fruitful. Are you, are you, do you get what I mean? I mean to say that your father may be poor, but your father can pray for you to be rich. Are you following what I'm saying? And this is why I don't put my father, Apostle Aiso, Anchor Richmond, down. A lot of people don't know him. He doesn't, even his ministry that he has, I started a ministry for him. <laughs> I mean, my father Aiso is just a gentleman. He's a kind man and oh what a man i i just said papa you know what i will start a ministry for you so i gathered the sons and daughters and i gave the ministry a name i created the logo i created the whatsapp page i forced him to hold the conference <laughs> i got i i designed a flyer for him i mean i'm not talking about a normal man this man is wildly anointed and one of them is papa Iso. Hey, strange grace. I remember back in the days, back in the days when, when I didn't have my this man was laying hands on me and said, I see you accepting your ministry. I see preachers, pastors. I see white people. I see people giving you houses and cars. As young as you are. And this man was every time when I with this, the prophecy was, and was blessing me. Suddenly, I started seeing those things happening in my, my, my life and my ministry. And I keep seeing it happen in my life and my I keep seeing it. And every time I'm around, he keeps blessing me. And the person who is blessing me doesn't have the things that I have. Do you, not, do you understand what I'm saying? He doesn't have the things I have. This man blessed me to marry. He's not married. Okay? So... If you don't overlook certain things, you will never be able to, 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 to walk with your fathers. 
I mean, when I was prepared to get married, even when I finished getting married, my father used Papa Iso. Everyone is aware Papa Iso is not married. He called me, was advised me about marriage. Now, the stupid child will say, you, you are not married. What sense do you have to come and talk to me about marriage? And about life. Sometimes, when I go to him, he says to me, that I say, Kwesi, mommy can't say me He's the only one who calls me Kwesi. No one else in the world calls me Kwesi. If you call me Kwesi, I will have issues with you. Now, <laughs> yes, it's a question to ask. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a question to ask. And he talks like an old man because he lives with his father. And his father just died recently. May so rest in peace. That man loved me so much. What a man. It's a question to ask. Now, so to me, we know you, we know you, we are. Your ministry will grow. I mean, this is somebody who is just within his early 30s. So, you are sitting there, you are advising me like an old man. <laughs> so, if you don't look beyond their weaknesses, you will never be blessed by them. Never. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. You will never be. I mean, and this is why. Have you noticed that the fathers that we admire so much, the people that are close to them, most of the people that are close to them don't value the anointing of their life. They look down upon them. Okay? And when we strangers come around, we admire them. I mean, even when they touch us, we are we feel like, wow. Prophet Michael has touched me. Prophet Brian has touched me. Wow. The same people he came with saw him and he was bathing in the bathhouse. Um, he was he just coming from the toilet and Charlie, he was even lying down, was snoring and said, Charlie, come to me. He just ate fufu and came to preach. And so they think there is no anointing. No. That's why he said, there is this treasure in eating vessels. Okay? He said that the excellency of power may be of God and not of, and not of us. God loves to put treasure in eating vessels. I mean, God loves to use things that will become a, a laughing stock. He loves to use things that are a laughing stock. I mean, like somebody like me, who would want to listen to me? I mean, who would want to sit down and listen? Who would want to sit down and listen? I mean, the people that are even within their 50s, when they hold conferences, people don't come. I mean, I don't have physique. I'm not giant. I mean, I mean, I don't have any of the things that... I mean, a man of God should have, even my voice cries like a, a comedian's voice. Eh? My voice is like a comedian's voice. <laughs> yes, who would want to? And this is this, that is why when you live in this life, you think God cannot use you. You are underrating yourself and you are looking down on yourself. Are you with me? Because the Bible says that there is this treasure. I said there is a treasure in an earthen vessel, clay. There is a treasure. God has hidden a treasure in the clay. He said, there's this treasure in eating verses that the excellency of God may be of, the excellency of power may be of God. The excellency of God's power that is at work in us may be of God and not of us. So it is not me and it's not that father. And this is why you see people who will be traveling abroad, going abroad. And they, I mean, they are being blessed. It's now called revivalist. Revivalist, you are welcome. Revivalist, you are welcome. I'm teaching on how to relate with the father. How to relate with the father. And I'm saying that you must understand that they have weaknesses. You must overlook their weaknesses. You, know, you can't relate with the father. Okay? Yes, this is it. This is it. Thank you, projector man. 
A projector man has projected it today. Hey guys, our projector man. He said, but we have this treasure in acting verses that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. And not of us. You usually find certain people. I mean, the greatest of people, you will meet them in their closest and realize they are just like ordinary human beings. I mean, like ordinary human beings. Somebody asked me, what is the greatest prayer you usually pray? I said, my greatest prayer is God, have mercy on me. Lord, help me. Have mercy on me. Lord, help me. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, help me. Have mercy on me. Because... There is nothing I have that I deserve. There is nothing I have. There is nothing that I that I have, I have achieved, that I achieved it by my own strength. Because people that, I mean, those of you who are here, you understand. Some of you are pastors, you understand. I mean, when we're in JHS, those days when we're in JHS, the two days that, oh, I don't, I don't know if you can relate. When we're in JHS, they told us that, oh, there will be a bread. Then they started giving examples. And today we are still here. After all these years, we are still here. So when I look, I realize that truly, truly, it is not he that will let no heal runner. It is God who shows mercy. And so my greatest prayer has been God have mercy. I mean, how sure am I that even in me, one day I can, I mean, my wife can give birth to children. Because there are pastors who have given what God in marriage and their wives can't give birth. How sure am I that I won't die next year? The anointed pastors that have died of car wrecks and car accidents. And that is why I me, mean, that is one of the prayers that I pray. And when you come in the closest, I mean, recently I was with a man of God, a very great man of God. I was humbled. We were in the same hotel room, going up and down. When it was time for us to sleep, he knelt by his bed. I said, huh? I mean, I was still going up and down. Yes, there it is. Thank you, projector man. I was still going up and down. I mean, I had not yet settled to, to rest. He knelt down by his bed and he was just whispering, praying like a little child. There were tears in my eyes. I said, now I know why God is using such a man. So you must look beyond their weaknesses. So, I mean, if I was in the same hotel room, you know, I, I saw things. Uh -huh. You must look beyond their weaknesses. If not, you can't relate with the father. Because you will always find reasons why you should stay away from them. Reasons why you should not believe in the prophecy that they will prophesy over your life. The ways that they will speak over your life. The things that they will say into your life. You will always find reasons why you shouldn't believe the things they are saying. You always find reasons why. Okay? And so that's what I'm telling you that in order to relate with the Father, what should you do? You must. Someone keeps calling me. You must do what? What did I say you must do? You must overlook his weaknesses and mistakes. Overlook it. I mean, you have seen it all. But you have pretended like you haven't seen it. Because after all, please, after all, some of you even have biological parents. He's a drunkard. I mean, he comes and beats your mother, but you still call him your father. When you have school fees, you still went to him and asked him for school fees. So why is it that you have a pastor, you have a man of God, you have a father, a spiritual father, and you, because one or two offenses, or one or two issues, one or two mistakes, you start, you stop staying away from them, you stop, you start having issues with them and all of those things. It means you're a coward and a hypocrite. 
So that's the point two. I said point one, you must know who a father is. And I told you who a father is. I gave you rules of a father. Point two, you must overlook his weaknesses. And that is what I do. So I'm.、Um, and in relating with any great man, overlook their weaknesses. Overlook it. Overlook it. Okay? It's not a concern. Overlook it. Overlook it. Yes. Then, so I'm teaching how to relate with the father, right? How to relate with the father. Point three is that you must know his need. You must know his need. You must know his need. Every father has a need, especially spiritual fathers. Spiritual fathers have needs. Sometimes they need money, sometimes they need airtime, sometimes they need care. They just want someone to call them and check up on them. Someone to let them know that, you know what, we are with you in this journey. You must know his need. If you don't know your father's need, you will never be able to relate with him. Let me tell you a story about my biological father. When I was growing up, I had issues with my biological father. And.、Um, After about two years ago, I, I, I saw his need. I saw what he needed. Because I realized that every time, even back in the days where he didn't like me, whenever he travels and comes back, the first thing he asks is, Where is my car? I mean, nobody has issues with me. So after a while, about two years ago, I observed him, I studied him. And I saw his need. I saw that he just needed to have a man in his life who he can share his life with. He can just sit down and say, Let me tell you, things. just talk, talk with. And that's what a father needs. A father has needs. You must know his needs. And once in a while, you should call him and ask him, What are some of the things you want to get done this month? Do you have plans for this month? Or when he's preparing for a conference, anytime your father is preparing for a conference or a meeting or any activity, know that there's a need. And you, your, your heart and your involvement towards that particular thing determines the way he sees you, determines the way he loves you, determines the way. He values you. Every father has favorites. Me, I've never desired to be a favorite of any of my fathers. Personally, me, I've never even desired to be a favorite of anyone. It's just my personal something. I mean, what I'll do, I'll do. That's my style. I've never desired to be anyone's favorite, but me, I've always desired to be the best. That's my, my thing. I'm either the best or among the best. I have, I, me is my thing. My favorites, I don't want to. But every father has favorites. Okay? And most of the times, the favorites, Isaac's son was, Isaac's favorite was Esau because Esau was a good cook. Isaac loved soup. He loved soup. And Esau was the one who could do it for him. I mean,、uh, venison. And Esau was the one who could settle that need for him. So he ended up falling in love with him. You must find out your father's need. 
Okay? Some of you are fathers that, I mean, in terms of their dressing, you know that Charlie, I'm dressing Kuyi, but I'm going to wear two years. Buy them for two years. Some of you are welcome. Buy them for two years. Buy them. Find their needs and solve it. Solve it. When I'm around any of my fathers or even a man of God tells me I don't have credit, I'm surprised. I'm like, ah. I mean, with all these members, you don't have credit. What do you mean by you don't have credit? I don't ask them by my head. That's why I'm asking. I'm like, ah, you mean you don't have credit? Air time to make a call. Ah. I mean, it's a mystery to me. Let me tell you a story. I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. Just today, I've spent 300 CDs on air time. Today. I mean, I've sent people 300 CDs worth of airtime. Those of you are on the Young Minister's page, I'm sending you a screenshot right now. I'm not lying. So that you think that, you know, that for some reason, when we say things, people say, oh, you know, these people, they are lies. Look at it. I'm screenshotting it right now. Airtime, 300 CDs. I'm dropping it on the page. I'm not lying to you. 300 cities. Not one person, no. I dropped it in on the page. You see, it at times, I mean, I sent different people. That's, you must find your fa- That's how you win the, their hearts. So that's how you honor them. So you must find their needs. But these people are not necessarily far. Okay. One of, one of, one of them is a father or something. I don't know. I think one of them is a father. Yeah, one of them is a father. The rest are just normal. They are preachers, men of God. Go and check it. I posted it there. I'm not lying to you. You must find their needs. So I don't get why you, you are pastoring people and you don't have airtime. How, how do you have a pastor? You have a, a father and he tells you, I don't have airtime. You should be ashamed of yourself. Common credit. Common credit. Yes, for those of you who are on, on the Young Minister's page, I have a Young Minister's page. We usually discuss things relating to ministry and Young Ministry and all of that. So that's what I'm talking about. I posted it there. So for those of you who are not on it, you can、um, contact me and then I'll, I will、um, I'll add it to the page. Contact me, add it to the page. Please, are you there? It looks like everyone is quiet. Oh, you are insulting me in your head. Oh, you are there. Wow. Mercy on me. Please, the rest is type. If you are there, say, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. If I'm a prophet, I'm here. I'm following. I'm enjoying. I'm being blessed. <laughs> are you following? Oh, you are not following? Yes, you must find your father's need. You must find whoever he says a father, find their need. Some of them, they just need, I mean, they just need. Some of you, I have a brother. May, let me just use him as an example. He's even here. Revivalist is here. Revivalist is here. It's something I observe that he does. 
when he identifies, one of the things he does is he will come to your church and come and do your sound setup. Anything that, I mean, you'll be there, a revivalist will come and say, I want to solve this particular problem. That is, I mean, revival, don't come and beat me in my private world. So, you find your needs. I'm teaching you how to relate to the father. I said the point one is what you must know where father is. Point two, you must understand that they make mistakes. Point three is you must find their needs. What are some of the things that you do that excites them? What are some of the things that you do that you realize that makes them proud? I was listening to Bishop Dag. Bishop Dag said, <laughs> A revive. Please leave my broadcast. You are not welcome here. You want to come and you are intimidating, you are putting pressure on me. <laughs> Now, I was listening to Bishop Dad. Bishop Dad said, What makes him so happy and proud of his sons is when they are planting churches. Planting churches. That's a need. But aside that, there are other needs. So, you must find out a father's need and you must pursue it. It's like、um, when the Bible says, David is a man after my own heart. The word after my heart there is ambiguous. Okay? One way is it means that after my heart means that、um, I love him or something, but the, the right rendition is a man after his heart means that David was someone who was looking for how to please God. Okay, so when he said David is a man after my heart, what it meant is David is a man who is after God. So it's like the way I'm after my wife, I'm chasing after my wife. You understand? Before I married my wife, I was after her. I was chasing her. You understand the idea? So, let it be out there. Yeah, it means that. So, <laughs> that's what he means. So, when he said David is a man after my own heart, he said David is a man who sought to please God. I mean, the guy told God, God, I want to build a house for you. That's how he wanted. I mean, that's how he wanted. So, he found a need. He realized that no, there's a tabernacle, but there isn't a house. Yeah, chasing her. Yeah, chasing her. Yes, the brothers should chase their girls. So, you should chase the sisters. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is his favorite. Yes, 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 yes. So, When he said David was a man who was after God's heart, what it meant is that, me or that, you are welcome. It meant, what it meant was that David was a man who was looking for God's heart. What does God need? Personally, I found out that God wants, God wants more churches. That's, that's a need of God. So, that's why I want to. I'm planting churches. I'm dreaming. That's a need of God. So, I want to please God. So, if I find out this is what God lies, I'm doing it. I don't care what society says. I'm doing it. And so, and you understand everything that we are saying. We are talking about fathers, and God, our father, is part of it. It's part of it. So, what was I saying? David, a man after my heart. So, David was pursuing the heart of God. And he, he even said, Lord, I've realized you don't have a house. There's no house. So, you know what? I will build a house for you. And God said, You're a man of war. You have touched so many t h i n g You have killed people. You have committed adultery. You can't be for yourself. Really? Then you know what? Let's make a deal. If that's the case, I will. Are you, are you sure you don't want me to build a house? He said, Yes. Yes, sir. Then if that's the case, I'm going to buy all the materials and I'll keep it for my, 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 my predecessor. Whoever comes after me will not struggle. And he bought everything needed for the temple. That is a good son. That is a good son. You must look for the needs of your fathers. 
the needs of your father and meet it. If they say you can't, even if you can't do it, your father needs a car, you can't buy a car for him. You can buy him a, <laughs> a watch. He says, Okay, I want to buy a car. This car is 10,000 cities. You know, you can't give 10,000, but you can give 200 cities. Don't give him 200 Papa, this is 200 cities. I'm supporting the car you want to buy. <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> yes. We are learning how to relate with the father. So I said, You must find his need, right? Point four. Point four. Point four. You must start doing, you must do things the way he does it. I'll explain. I'll explain. You must do things the way he does it. I will explain. Are you learning? Are you being blessed? You must do things the way he does it. Okay? The reason, have you heard that old thing? I think I heard it in JHS Day. They said, Bears of the same feathers, they flock together. Bears of the same feathers flock together. People naturally feel comfortable in the presence of people who do the things, things the same way they do it. So I said in my book, the, the Voice of Honor or something, I've forgotten which book it is. I think the Voice of Honor. I said that your friends give you comfort. Okay? The purpose of your friends are comfort. Your friends exist for your comfort, your enemies exist for your difference. You will always find out that the people that are around you feel comfortable being around you because you're also doing the same. That's why I, I easily make friends with pastors. I mean, pastors that are into church. I mean, the more I find out that you're a pastor, I just like you. You understand? If you are into some worldly something, you're a banker, I mean, even though you may come and sow some 10,000 of CDs, but I mean, you don't attract me that much like a pastor. Because that's what I do. You understand my pain. You understand. Aha.、Uh-huh. Sometimes some of the brothers will call me and say, Charlie,、um, you are going through this. I understand. I mean, so, so, I mean, that's, I'm trying to explain that thing about birds of the same feathers, they flock together. You understand the idea? Aha.、Uh-huh. So, birds of the same feathers, they flock together. So, when you do things the way your father does them, I mean, that's why when you go to Christ's embassy, In Christ's embassy, you find out that their pastors do perm their hair because Pastor Chris perms his hair. I mean, they like suits, they dress a certain way. I mean, they, I mean you get the idea. But that's how their father does it. When you go to the Church of Pentecost, Pampe, you get Pampe. You have to do Pampe long sleeve with a tie. Charlie, Pampe. I mean, that is how you get rich. You can't go and do, fold your. Who from whose church? Pentecost, what for do you long sleeves in sun? Who the chain at once or come? You won't be accepted. I mean, that is the culture of the environment. Okay, I miss all the PIWC things, but still, the way the people are. I'm saying that every environment has the way you are accepted. Okay, aha,、uh-huh. every environment, yes. Yeah. <laughs> With a big suit, yes, and your trousers is big. 
big trousers and there's way we dance you don't just go up and go and dance like the way you were in SJ you were jumping and taking chair if you take a chair an elder will pick a bell and ring it on you and come in. after chair they will come and tell you hey, you master but if you come to a youth church you can be dancing and carrying chairs and, and jumping here and there and all of that so i'm saying you must do things the way they do they do it so that you will have a certain sense of acceptance because if your father doesn't accept you you are in trouble and i think this is why you have joined this podcast because i want to know how to relate with our father and i say that our fathers must accept us and we must do things the way we are not saying that you should copy everything about them if their wife is fair you to your wife must be fair if their wife is tall you to your wife must be tall or if they um, they bought a toyota you are buying a toyota i'm not saying that but i mean that you must have a you must think the way he thinks okay you must tow the way he tows because the moment you begin to digress sometimes the moment you begin to digress there will be some kind of friction but every father understands that some of his children will be different like i have, I have sons that are different i mean they are just different from me and i'm okay with it but one way or the other they have a way they live their lives i mean like me i have a standard for everything if this is if I want a Samsung Galaxy Note 20, me I'm not settling for iPhone 12. What the iPhone 12? Note 20. It's just my. So I have a standard. I see it in all the people around me. There's a standard. If it's this, if it's this way, it must be this way. Hey, my AFMs, are you there? Can you relate? Or I'm lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people are saying he's lying. Be also sabi. Yeah, we have a standard, okay? So you tow and we, we also strive at simplicity. That's why in AFM you don't see us in controversial, you don't see us in suit and complex dressings and makeups. It's not like I'm against makeups or all those things, but it's just our culture. We are just simple. We are just very simple. I mean, Charlie, just wear your something. Let's go. Just like that. So you just, uh-huh. so that's why in our church, you just, you know, foot to fra, but we have a standard. We have a standard. Uh-huh. Yes. Recently, I told them that now from today, no hugs again. No one should hug anyone in the church again. Hey. And in the ministry, no hugs, only handshake. Hey. And if I catch you hugging, you. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. All the men attend church with bags. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. The reason is, you know, when you are coming to church, it's like you are going to school, you carry everything your Bible, your books, <laughs> and sometimes your laptop is inside, and your tablet or something, so you can't carry a small purse. Every time you come to church, you have a bag as if you are going to school. It's only in our church that you see people come to church, Sammy Love, you are welcome. <laughs> you always come to church and they have a bag. But the bag never, sorry. Aha. When they look of things, we'll close at 12. Yes, so, so <laughs> we are talking about how to relate with what? Yes, because how to relate with a father. And I'm saying that you must do things the way he does it, okay? 
you must do things the way he does it. You must do things the way he does it. And, for, and, and, and because of that, that will also take you through a void of understanding your father. Personal, I've realized that a lot of my sons don't understand me. A lot of my sons and daughters don't understand me. They don't understand my, my understanding about ministry and my understanding about life. So when I look at the way they are trying to live their life and the, the way they do that, I realize these people don't understand what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So I've realized that sons don't understand their fathers. And this is why I keep t- I tell sons, I tell ladies, I tell my daughters that try to understand your beloveds. You hear the lady? Hey, you don't understand me. You don't understand me. Who are you to, to be understood? I mean, but why do you need to say dots? Don't get offended, ladies. Ladies, your brain is like a dot. That's why somebody can deceive you with, with shawarma. Huh? Have you heard a man who has been deceived with shawarma? A lady has deceived a man with shawarma before. I'm trying to, That is how God made it. Men are complex beings. And I constantly tell my daughters that when you go in a relationship with a man, oh yes, your brain is like a dot. Every decision you have to consult. I have to call somebody. I want to do that. I'm confused. I don't know what to do. If they don't tell you, do you do? And you, you want us to understand. You don't. There's nothing to understand about you. And I keep telling. And anyone I've shared this wisdom with, it has worked for them. A woman must understand the man. When you go in a relationship with a man, you must take him as your school. You want to spend time to study him, understand him. If you understand him, man. I mean, you literally control him. You tell him when to sleep, you sleep. When I mean, that's what Delilah did to Samson. Throughout the Bible, all the women that did something, I mean, they had a certain understanding about men. But these days, our generation, women are telling us to rather understand them. That's why they are losers. All, all these lay queens, people are buying cars for them. People, allow me to digress more from my topic. All these lay queens that people are buying cars for them, they have come to understand men in the need of a man so they know how to control a man you don't understand that sister you're in a relationship but no one i mean the brothers are not buying credit for your phones because you know you are there they have to understand us they have to understand us be there i said be there that is why women have the ability i've digressed from my topic please allow me let me just talk about this for about five minutes that's why women have the ability to control men i've told i told my wife i've told all my daughter i told her you can literally control i mean you can destroy a man you can you can control a man you can make a man a toy that's how i, th- I teach my daughters to control men i said how you do it by understanding the man Most territory can two work together except they, they be agreed, except they understand. I with me, but these days, all our ladies, almost all our ladies, and they don't understand that they are not trying to understand because men, when a man is having a problem, hmm? when a woman is having a problem, you ask him, What is wrong with you? Eh, you see that that my shoe, even it is making my, my leg is paining me, and eh, whatever, whatever. You ask a, a woman, you ask a man, what is wrong with you? He said, I don't know. He said, nothing. Men hardly talk. Because they are complex. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, the mag, the mag, the color is white. It's, I'm having a man right the mag, it's, it's ash. You should have been white. A man. What is wrong? He said, nothing. Six months later, he will call you back and say, you know what? Do you remember some time ago you asked me a question, what is wrong? And I told you nothing. But there was something, but I was just thinking about it. But now, after six months, I don't know about But that time, I will call you. And you, you think you can understand a man? Every good counselor will tell you this this thing I'm telling you. Oh yes. Okay. So I'm saying that in order to work with a father, you must what? You must understand him. You must take him as a course. Observe him. I have news about my fathers. When I'm listening to even my friends, even my brothers, okay? Anyone that I want to make friendship with, when I'm listening to your talk, anytime you say, the thing I hate, fine, is this. I write it down. I write, I say, revivalist says he hate me, so I don't do it in their presence. I don't even do it around them. The thing I don't like, fine, is this. I write, every time I do it. That's how you build a relationship with anyone in this life. You study them, their likes, their dislikes, what moves them, what makes them happy, what are some of the things they like doing, what are some of the things they don't like doing, what are some of the things they don't like talking about. So that you don't always become an odd, orangu, rebel-like son and friend around and all. I don't know if you get what, I'm, what I mean. Do you understand what I mean? Are you there? Hello? Wow. Thank you for still staying online. Thank you for still staying online. Yes. So I've given you how many points? I said you must understand. I think point one is what? You must know who a father is. Point two, you must understand that a father, you must know that a father has mistakes. They make mistakes. They are, they are fallible. The point three is you must um, know their need. The point four was what? What's the point four? Point four. 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 Uh huh. Do things he does. Do things he does. So the point five is you must understand them. Okay. Point five is you must understand them. Okay. Point five is you must understand them. Now let me tell you a last thing. Let me add a, f- a final one. Then we I leave room for questions and then because I know the question usually lasts. And please don't leave when we are having the question because sometimes the, some of the questions people, they ask is actually what leads to more of the discussion and we have a, such a nice. I think last time we were asking very powerful questions. Yes. So I want you to start preparing your questions. The point five is. Love his wife. Make his wife your friend. Yes. Make his wife your friend. This is an ancient principle. Unless he doesn't love his wife. If he doesn't love his wife, they'll stay away. (laughs) But if he loves his wife, Eh? make his wife your friend look this thing will help you so much women eh, they will always be talking around 
about you around him i mean they'll say hey as for this this guy he's good or this guy he's good i mean and it will keep sinking into your father's head that this our son he's a blessing this our son he's a good person this our son have you realized that he has gone through a problem we need to help him more and women are usually the ones who usually suggest all those things and they are the ones who usually like bring up all those things they notice a lot of things women notice men we don't see much but women they see everything and if the woman doesn't like you or if she's not your friend it's difficult for very vital important decisions to be made about your life okay thank you shepherd the praying shepherd for sharing this thank you for sharing you must make your father's wife your friend or your father's friends his wives or his friends you must have a certain sense of reverence okay let me say it well so that you understand because some of you the place you are coming from when we say friend a friend is someone you are insulting and cracking jokes with so you don't know what a friend is so <laughs> you must have reverence for your father's wife and his friends or the people that he esteems you must esteem them oh yes I mean, it's my secret, though. Shit. Man. Ah, me fao yera dan fo si si. Me fao a dan fo, no me fao yera dan fo. Ah. I mean, I will do your wife good more than you. Shit. Oh, I'm a chance to ping ping. I'm a bitty ping ping, ping ping. I send my father 20s. I'm sending my mother 30 cities. Shit. So that they can get time to pray for you. So that they can get time to bless you. Okay? Okay? Yes. And one time I was listening to a man of God who said, If I die now, I don't know who will take care of my wife and my children. It pained my heart. And I made it. I put it behind my... I, I added it up to myself that all my fathers... Okay? I'll take care of their wife and children when they grow old or when they die. It's a it's a it's an eternal vow that I've made. That anyone that I call a father, if anything happens, I'll be there for their wife and their children. Sometimes I think a good heart is actually one of the reasons why God blesses people. People, what do you think? And these kind of things today, the God who is sitting here said, This guy has a good heart, let's bless him or something. Or you are saying, Me family question is in free uncle. And I'm person me bribing me. Yeah. Yeah. And when I heard it, I was sad and he was right. He was right. So when I if I die now, I don't know who will take care of my children. And I knew he was right. And I took it when the rider I said, Lord, give me the grace to take care of. So I decided that I'll start taking care of them now. So so that because look, if now you can buy me five CDs credit, you can buy me a phone, you can buy me a watch. If I die, you won't do it for my wife and my children. Well, yet. Yeah. I started paying types 20 pesos. Back in the day when I was in Pentecost, 20 pesos. I remember 20 pesos. Maybe 20 pesos to envelope when I'm there. Man for my five CD tens and I'm the 20 pesos. You are across quite one CD. Tight. 
and today I'm able to give tithes in thousands of cities. Okay, hopefully, Hansen, you are late. We are almost closing. I'm able to give tithes in, in thousands of cities. I mean, I can give me, I can give, I can empty my accounts every December. I empty my accounts every December. Then January we begin the year. Then I tell God, God, let's start again. If I had not started, sometimes when I'm giving, some people think this guy he has plenty money. I mean, no, okay, actually, I'm rich, but I'm always giving, so I'm not a hoarder. So if I were to be hoarding, I should have had like. 70,000 and all those amount of money, but I'm always giving because of that. I'm also not, never lacking. And personal, I don't buy things for myself that much, it's also my my weakness. I'm unable to buy things for myself, like my times come a I'm I'm not good at it. I'm a watch my toshu, but I'm always buying for people. I, I think it's a disease. I need deliverance. Maybe I should go to revivalist for deliverance or something. Maybe Pastor Premper can help me. Yes. So I'm saying that if you can't buy me, if you can't buy your pastor a shoe that costs 200 CDs, you can't buy me a car. Me, I, I don't trust the, the humility of poor people. Eh? Me, I, I, I'm young, but I have pastored people that were poor and now they are rich. After pastor people that if I ask them right now that I need hundred thousand CDs, they can give it to me without a blank. When I catch all. Hundred thousand if I say I need hundred thousand CDs, they can give me hundred thousand CDs. Today, this night, CCI Amika say if I say I need, they can I mean they have it. But that's what I mean. But when they were poor, eh? When they had nothing. Oh, Papa, who did my 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 train? Maybe be a queen, maybe be a queen. Ah, maybe say me metal car, mau metal drums, and my ministry no metal sound system, metal cranny, nerve fabricatory. May you say, may you say, or to the God, when they got the money, they remember their family. And when I see people making all those, I'm telling you, if you can't, you can't honor your pastor with your little seed. You can't honor him when God blesses you with thousands. Hey, listen to me. You can't. That's why in order to control greed in my own life, I'm always giving. I'm always giving. Because I'm healing myself. Oh. I'm healing myself from greed. And anyone allow, uh, around me knows that I'm a giver. Not because they say, oh, AFMD is a giver. No. It's not because of that. Oh. I know that it is something that in my, fam my family, people in my father's house are stingy people. They are stingy people. My, on my father's, they are stingy. So in order to break that witchcraft and that that ancestral curse and whatever you call it, whether witch family cultures or whatever, I decided that I have to give constantly, be giving, so that I can break that cycle, that break that thing of stinginess. Are you with me? So if you can't give now your five cities, you cannot give hundred cities. You can't give one. You, and I've heard people, Papa, what did I? You post Papa, you don't, don't worry, don't worry. You post it once you come in here, be that. So I'm saying that. So now, if I, if I should die now, do you think these people will take care of my wife? If I die now, that's it. They will forget all the good I've done for them. And it's not their fault. Actually, it's their fault because they didn't learn how to do little things to go into big things. They didn't learn how to do the little things to. to 
and then when you you can buy me just a fruit juice. I mean, what, what can you buy? Can you buy me a car? Can you buy me a land? You can buy me a land. So I'm, I'm saying that, and then this is leading to the point I didn't want to talk about, but to relate with your father, you must constantly give to him, okay? You must constantly give to him. You must constantly show seeds. I tell you, look, this thing has really helped me. Me, I'm, I'm young, but I'm rich. And when I say some people, sometimes when I'm telling with some young, young they think that I'm, 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 I'm poor. Uh, but maybe feel here, maybe feel here. Okay, my family now they are not poor, they are not rich, they are stingy. So I usually just assume that they are poor. Okay, my family they are they are stingy people. So Papa Papa bin nam ho at sacre so ni sika one bank account almost hundred thousand cities. <laughs> so I won't, I don't know whether to say they are rich or they are poor. So I just usually say that um um. I'm from a poor background. That's what I say. And I've realized that uh, I've never lacked because I'm constantly giving. And this giving, uh, buy shoes for them, buy this for them. But I, I, I tell my, my, my church people and my ministry people, I tell them that, I tell my sons, I say, look, if you don't buy from people, buy from you. I'll put me. Ah, I'm a giver. It's a gift. It shall be given to you. Good measure. Check it together. Press down. Running over, shall men give? He didn't say, shall your sons and daughters give to you? I don't believe those things. He didn't say, shall your sons and daughters give to you? He said, shall men give to you? So if you decide that you won't be a blessing to your pastor, other people will come and be a blessing to him. They will give to him and they will receive double portion and go. Yes, shall men. He didn't say, shall your sons and daughters Are you following me? He didn't say shall, shall, he said, shall your, he said, shall, shall your sons and daughters shall men. So I constantly tell myself, I said, you people just decide that you are going to be stingy people. Be stingy people. I teach you about giving. You go, uh, the, every program I go, the highest amount, I'm always there. They mention thousand, I'm going. They mention five hundred, I'm going. Sometimes after I finish giving thousand, the rest of my money left is two hundred cities, hundred cities. You are watching. I'm teaching you how to give. So if you think that me, if you don't give to me, people will give. And everything I've ever said I need. If I, I just have to say that I need this thing. So, so you, you must decide that you want to be a blessing to your father, whoever he is. Like on Father's Day, right? Father's Day is coming. I'm figuring out what to do for my fathers. What to do for my fathers. I'll take my biological father to... Last day I took him to Eastbeth Hotel. This year I'm taking him to Taiko City. I may go with my wife. I may even go with my mom and others. I'm thinking of how to do it. I'll take him out. We'll have a treat for him. I won't wait for him to die. Me, I told my parents if they die, I'll bury them that same day. Me, I won't put them in a mortuary. I'm not a coward and a hypocrite for, to wait for you to die before I come and paint the house. Paint a house. Paint the house. Asiakwa. Wait for them to die, then I come and pay the house. When they were alive, you didn't have sense to come and paint the house. Huh? So me, I told people, what I, I if I don't do it for you, if you die, I won't do it. That's why I me, mean. I've had close people have died. I when I didn't post them. When they were alive, I never posted them. I won't be a, a coward. Mm -hmm. Look, 
If you die today and I've never posted you on my status, I won't post you on my status. You feel like I'm a coward. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hypocrite. I waited for you to die before I posted you. With the mammy who sees here, one of the messages I'm not preaching. If I tell you the sermons I've preached, the messages I've preached, the conferences, people will never appreciate you. Just wait for me to die. That's when they start coming out. They start sharing my videos. They start sharing my video, my audios on, on Facebook. Oh, he was a wild prophet. He was a wild teacher of the word. He was a theologian. He was a, he was a wisdom man. He was a man. So I told my parents, I told them, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not a coward. So I'll do it now that you're alive. So don't wait for people to die before you start honoring them. You honor people when they are alive. That's the best form of honor. When they are alive. Okay? When they are alive, they need to see it. That's why when Isaac was about to die, he called this. I want to see you honor me before I die. Don't wait for me to die. Then come and build a monument and call it uh, Felix Azanduna Memorial. Memorial School. Okay? Memorial School. No. So I'm saying that if you can't, all that I'm saying is that if you can't honor them what, what now, if you can't give your five seed, you can't buy your father. I remember when my pastor, my lighthouse pastor, you know, when I left Pentecost, I went to lighthouse. The reason I left Pentecost was not because it was a bad church, but because of the kind of training, the kind of ministry I was going to have. I couldn't stay there, so I had to leave and join lighthouse. When I was in lighthouse, my lighthouse pastor, every now and then we're sending him gifts in his house i mean his shoes and suits and seed i mean me and my mom my mom uh he loved us i'm i'm not saying this to brag about me when i started church no pastor in the whole world anywhere that i've lived with ever stood anywhere said that micah broke our church or micah um, his ration when i told my 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 lighthouse pastor because that time he had moved out of here to when I told you, he was happy. He said, yes. Last year, was it 9th December? 9th December last day, he was, he was in our church to preach for us. He was sharing good things. That, because I realized that that is how I, I, I can be able to be good to him. Now he's in Kumasi. How am I going to be able to do him good? Every now and then, my mom and I, 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 I when I come from school, I'm sending him seed. Seed in an, in an envelope. And this is somebody that, I mean... I mean, Neil, AFM, I had, I had a pastor. <laughs> and sometimes he, he always told me that one of the honorable things that has ever happened to his life was to have me as his church member. Yes. And that time I was traveling and prophesying, traveling and preaching. Once in a while, I got prophet. You know, I have to use you in the church. You can realize that we are not getting you to use at all. So I said, yes, yes, it's true. Mr. Kodia, welcome. Mr. Kodia. Mr. Kodia is a great brother of mine. Yes, and I, I was, I mean, I've been, I, it's my thing. When I was with Reverend Solomon, it was the same thing. And it's still the same thing. So, I'm, I, that is the idea. Because if you don't do it, no one will do for you. And I know that some of us here, I don't know why. People, I don't know why, but Paul Beam, recently, when I tried to get the audio, I'm not getting it. I don't know why. Last time when we were done with the, with the, with the, with the live cast, I tried to get the audio, but I didn't get it. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. May God help us. I don't know why. Okay. So, as I was saying, 
yes as as i was saying yes we must learn to honor them we must learn to constantly give to them constantly i mean constantly constantly and one of the things you should do is buy something for them that will be in their house okay get something for them in their house that okay let me share something with you let me share something with you in my book the, the voice of honor i said that honor your father by buying him something he will never use you understand <laughs> yes things you use like if you buy me a phone it will get spoiled when it gets spoiled, i may even forget you ever bought me a phone okay buy him something you never use by never you i mean something that you will not use it frequently like and that's how you honor a man <laughs> yes and and do usually things you buy for people they will never use are usually expensive very expensive very, very expensive yeah because he will use it and that's how you honor a man i learned it from bishop dag he said that's how he honors his fathers he buys them things they will use they can they will no use but they will no use no useless things i mean things that people will not buy for them in their everyday life uh-huh things like that things people will not buy for them in their everyday life buy it for them yes things like buy him a clock a table i mean those kind of things every time he sees it you remember you there should be something in your father's house that kwame you are welcome you're welcome there should be something in your father's house that reminds you of him have i said it correct no reminds him of you that anytime your father sees it he, he he you are the first person who comes to mind if there is nothing like that please reconsider and get it done get it done get it done amen all right i'm done i want to leave you to questions so i've given five points the first one is what can somebody write it for us the first one is i'm teaching on how to relate with the father i think the questions that will come will also help me to expand it's almost 12. wow you people have done well we have had almost 30 people throughout the broadcast from since we began it thank you so much for believing my ministry and for choosing to follow wisdom and for not being proud thank you so much for not being proud for proud people don't learn from their peers they think their peers don't have anything to to teach them yes proud people don't learn from their peers but it is wisdom to learn from your peers even when we were in school we had class captains didn't we and we also had intelligent students okay you know who a father is yes that's true that's point one uh-huh uh-huh point two is um overlook their mistakes yes if you don't overlook their mistakes then you will never be able to relate with them you always get offended so me uh, you will never find me and i'm complaining about one of my fathers and and this is uh, uh-huh. so i will even chat with you and then bring it up i didn't even see it he did i didn't see it uh-huh. i didn't see it yes and then you must know his need yes you must know his need He's having a conference. Like I tell my sons now, I'm preparing for TGG. I'm doing a building project. So that's where my need is. I mean, I'm preparing for TGG. TGG, we are not going to spend less than 15,000 Ghana cities on the conference. I'm flying five people. 
if God is not, if God doesn't help me, I may be flying six people all the way from Accra to Kumasi. Then we pick them with an SUV to Sunyani and putting them in the hotel. Aside that, we'll be printing a billboard. I mean, billboard, not poster, billboard, banners, all those things and other um, things we'll be doing. Or by, so, 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 so that is where my, my, that's a need. So those of you are here, my sons, you should know that that's my need. That's what my need is. So you should be able to bring your support. You understand? You should be able to come and say, Papa, I want to take care of the banner. The banner, I think the banner is about 700 CDs or something. I want to pay for the banner. And then the, 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 the billboard is like 1,000 CDs. So in all, it's, it's so, so, that's my needle. Your heart should be there. That's how you, you, you show that you are, you, are, you are interested in your father. You want to have a, a relationship with your father. You want to build a bond. And when the bond is built, there is nothing you can really receive from your father. Okay? Then the third one is, you must know, yes. The fourth one is, you must know, the, you must do things the way he does them. That's true. You must dress like him and talk like him. When you go to Lighthouse, all the bishops talk like Bishop Dag. Okay? The pastors talk like Bishop Dag. They behave like Bishop Dag. They talk like him. Yes. And it's a good thing. You must understand him, yes, and see when you love his wife. You must have reverence for the people he esteems. That's true. That's true. I think that's it. And then you must honor him. I think there was a, a seventh one. Wow, I've said a lot of things tonight. You must honor him. All right. I want to leave you to ask some questions. If you want to have a question, you can call in. I'll be happy to have a call in. And then, and then. I want it to be interactive for the next 20, 15 to 20. How do you overcome the mistakes of your father? Okay. okay. Please, can you call in so that we hear your voice? I love to hear your voice. I've never heard your voice before. So <laughs> Yes. All right. I was always calling. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, good evening. Um, thank you very much. Wow. Welcome. Yes. Yes, please. Um, I just want to ask a quick question. Um, how do you how do you overcome the mistakes of your father? Um, in a case where um maybe the person is actually caught. Um, yes. Maybe just this, um, you, exactly. And um, everything shows that he was actually in it. How do you how do you overcome something like that? I mean, in terms of you repeating the same mistake or um, how to relate. Okay. Um, okay. So, n number one, in terms of you not repeating it, okay. then number two, um, in terms in terms of, of relating with him. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, too, sir. All right. So, this is a powerful question, a very powerful question. And I, I, I usually get it quite often. I usually get it quite often. The first thing is you have to pray. Okay. You have to pray that. Okay, I'm receiving a call. Please hold on. TD, give me a moment. Let me answer this one quick. You have to pray that God will help you so that you don't make the mistakes of your fathers. Okay? And then too, sometimes you notice that every good father, when he's praying for you, he lays hands on you and says, may you not make the same mistakes that I made. There's a reason. And there's grace for that. So that you don't make the same mistakes that your fathers made. And then, Another way to not repeat, to overcome the mistakes of your father is by learning from his wisdom. When he's talking, he tell you that the reason why I didn't do this is because I tried to listen to this. I tried to do this. So that means that you should write it down. 
so that you don't repeat the same mistake. I remember my one of my fathers told me that Micah, when you enter a relationship, don't let your friends make your beloved your friend. Let me say it well. He said that I should make sure that my friends do not make my beloved their friend. In other words, they shouldn't be chatting with her. So I told my beloved, I dated my wife for three years before I married her. I told her, my friends are not your friends. They are men of God. Full stop. You must relate with them like men. That's it. Hello, say, say, say. It says, say, no friends, nothing. Because this part I'm talking about, this part I'm talking about, one of his friends went behind his back, polluted his beloved, gave him issues. Another time again in another relationship, he, that same thing happened and one of his own friends went and slept with his beloved. And I learned from it. So, to learn from your fathers, to overcome your fathers, yes, it's a serious issue. It's a serious issue. So, you must observe the thing they say. Even sometimes when I'm with some of my friends, like revivalist is here, revivalist is a good brother of mine. And some of my brothers, I see them as fathers. That's how I relate. And I have heard him, I've heard them sometimes say, this is the mistake I made. I write it in my head. I said, this is what led to this. This thing must not be done. So to overcome, you must pray that God should just have mercy. Because sometimes we, you know, we do something. You realize that sometimes you did some things, you did some things that you don't even know how you, you did it. Do I have witnesses here? <laughs> well, I'm the only Jesus Christ. I'm the only devil here. Yeah. So sometimes you maybe try to keep the principles and all that you still realize that you have made certain stupid mistakes. Not in terms of fornication or those things, but certain mistakes. So just pray that God will have mercy on you and grant you grace. And then also you should observe their ways. How what are the mistakes they made and what led to those mistakes and pay attention to them. And then again, let's say your father is a womanizer or something has happened like that. I think the first time I, I told you that um, your father is fallible and makes mistakes, okay? Make sure that your father's mistake doesn't enter your heart. Forgive him. The same way I woke up me about to catch up uh, sister, you went and this brother pressed your breast and other things, and your father found out. Eh? Your pastor found out. <laughs> I mean, you did things. Or how you went and scammed somebody for his money. Eh? You you did scam. Your pastor forgave you. I mean, your father forgave you. You still became a son. But you, your father has gone to scam someone. And you, you, are, you have left him. You have issues with him because he went and scammed someone. Or maybe... A, <laughs> I mean, you should forgive him. Okay? Forgive him. And just assume that. Sometimes when I hear someone, some people say, I made this mistake. I've done this. I'm like, I don't know why they did But if I were in their shoes, maybe I would have done worse. So just since he's your father, forgive him. Listen, if you don't forgive him, you can never relate. You must learn to forgive your father. When you forgive your father, then you can be able to and love him genuinely. I mean, if you love your father, he will bless you. You will be able to overcome a lot of his mistakes in life and in ministry. Thank you. All right, let me take the next question. Wow. Revive, you want to add something? If you want to add something, you can call in. Revive is here. Revive is someone I trust, his wisdom. Revive, you can call in and add something. 
you can follow revivalist place nyako Revival, you don't ask something you can call him we can oh Samuel. hey revive no no <laughs> all right so who 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 wants to where, where i want to i'm waiting for questions i'll receive five questions five questions i've answered the first one so just pray that god will help you so that you don't repeat the mistakes of your it should be your prayer topic i tell you hey like why would make somebody like pastor chris marriage to break down i mean somebody like pastor chris or Archbishop, do you think he doesn't have wisdom or anointing or benihim so sometimes we just need to pray god just have mercy on me I, I mean these people are perfect in quotes i mean they have trained thousands of people and their marriages have been successful why do we read their marriages i don't know so we just need to pray that god just have mercy on me if you don't have mercy on me i'll mess up just have mercy on me and help me to remain in my marriage and live with one wife and not go and commit adultery and not be a pastor who is a thief and not be a trickster because sometimes when ministry gives you a lot of pressure you begin to think of alternatives where would they want to with our ministry more so once i said true ministry more well and there's bills all kinds of bills to pay you begin to consider alternatives okay Wow, this is a powerful question. If your father makes you feel like you are not needed around, what do you do? Do the five points that I give. The five points that I give, do it. You'll be needed around. Do the five points. Yes. The, the, I give seven points instead. The seven points, do it. It's called seven point AFM. Yes, do it. You'll be, you be needed. I mean, a every man of god around me around in this page knows that the people who support their ministry most they love them i mean they just can't stop thinking about them okay what if that is what you do but okay go and ask him he's your father you can go and ask him go and ask him what can you do to honor him Go to your father and ask him what are some of the things he wants you to do or some of the things he doesn't want you to do. Sometimes eh, your father may just hate social media and you are always on social media making noise. <laughs> yes. He will just tell you, I don't like this doctrine you have been teaching. I don't like this thing you have been teaching. I don't like this. Yes. So just go and ask him. Go and ask him. He will tell you. I'm telling you. Sometimes, sometimes people have said this. The moment you ask him, that's the time you find out that they will tell you. They will tell you things. You'll be like, "Hey, Samit, You understand? He will tell you, "You, uh, you." When I told you to end this relationship, you never ended it. That's why me, I don't like you. Uh, so sometimes you just go and ask. He's your father. So if you ask, you are not being rebellious. Go and ask. That's your father. But first of all. Fathers, fatherhood is not for everyone. No. But uh, pastors that are here, not all of you should be fathers. Oh. Preachers. I'm telling you, some of you should just be preachers, just be apostles, preach. It's serious. That's what this fatherhood is going on. All this, this everyone is having issues with their fathers. I mean, and because some fathers are just not competent fathers. That's all. 
Oh yes, not all of us should be fathers. Some people can be fathers. Some people can be fathers. I mean, fatherhood is a gift. I mean, it's a grace. It's a grace. Shay. Hmm. I mean, I have a, I have a daughter. Eh? She fought with me. She blocked me. She cursed me. She insulted me. She humiliated me. <laughs> then she came back. I accepted it. She went and did. She did again. She came back. I accepted it. She did it ten. She did the fourth time. The fourth time, the people in the ministry even got angry. And they don't even relate with her. But even this, even I was chatting with her. <laughs> when I any time I go to her her town, I go to he eats in her house. <laughs> I mean, it's a gift. I don't even know why I'm, I I I have learned to forgive her. I mean, sometimes when I remember it, it pains my heart. But I don't know why. <laughs> so it's a gift. It's a gift. We near with me, Master. We near with me. And you know, sometimes you can, no matter what you do, you can still not be able to relate with some fathers. But let's give them the benefit of the doubt and try to relate and see. I think it is possible to relate with a father. What qualities should you depend to make a man your father? Wow. I'm not sure I'll be able to answer this question tonight. It's such a long question. Such a complex Oh yes, fatherhood is not a fashion. It's not, and this that's what a lot of young people are saying. You know, I have twenty-seven sons, I have hundred sons, and hundred daughters, and two hundred sons and daughters, and all of that. So that's what people want. So that they think the more sons you have, the more seeds you receive. But they don't know the more sons you have, the more problems you have, the more problem. I mean, I have had sons. Oh, I have sons and daughters. Pa, pa. The responsibility is high, very, very high. What quality should you depend to make a man of God, a man of God, your father? The first thing is you must, you see a man of God, I mean by a man of God, or if that's yes, then yes. Then again, do you love him? If you look at that man, if he makes a mistake, like the man of God was asking, Maybe he has done this, he has done this. Will you still be able to follow him? If no, then Master will be far. If he offends you, will you if he offends you, will you be able to still follow? If no, then just go. Don't go and be a son. Don't go and be a son. Yes. Alright, let me receive. I think I've received two questions. Let me receive the third question. Hey, it's like the, the, the page is quiet. Only about four people are typing. Where are the rest? I think some people have slept and left their phones so. Yeah, some people have slept, but we the vampires, we, we don't sleep. The vampires, we, we, we are always awake. Yeah, the vampires and the, the witches. <laughs> and the watchmen. <laughs> yeah. We don't have insomnia, but we don't sleep at night. I just don't know why. <laughs> I don't have insomnia, but I can't sleep. When I lie down, I rem- I just remember that there's a project I've no I'm not done with it. There's a book I'm not done reading it. There's this sermon. Do you know that tomorrow I'm, I have a program tomorrow? I've not yet prepared the sermon. And hey, you are all there. So you are um monitoring spirits. You are there, you are, I thought you were <laughs> that's what is sleep is for the week. Yeah. 
I think some people have started going offline, offline, offline. Now we have 20 people. Let me receive three more questions then. We, we, we do it. We, we are done with our meeting tonight. And then we'll meet next week, Thursday. Next week, Thursday, I'll be teaching about... Really, I may be teaching about relationships or something or ministry and finances. Finances. All right, somebody's calling. All right, right there. Hello. I think you have to call again. I don't know what happened. Let me see. Yes, who is calling to ask a question? Sometimes questions are proofs of learning. Questions are proofs of learning. Uh -huh, you should be able to ask a question. Some of you are timid. Uh -huh, you are learning how to use it. <laughs> yes, that plus science up there, one, two, three, four, five, they are course. So we can have more people on the call who are talking. We can have a, a, a discussion. I think maybe next week I may even have a young minister's discussion. We'll just meet online like this. They will be talking about ministry and they'll be sharing their experiences and all of that. I'll be learning from it. I'll do it when I'm done with the, the, the four. I'm doing it for four times. So this is the second time, the third, the fourth time. The fifth time I'll bring some people to come and then help us. We need wisdom. Oh, I'm waiting for the, the questions. All right. Yes, uh, Rev. Yes, sir. Um, I'm asking this in, um, actually on, um, on behalf of a friend who, um, um, if you remember, I just, I just asked what if, what you are doing, all the things that, um, all the yes. services that you, yes. you, yes. So currently, that's what he's actually doing. But um, I quite remember he called me recently and he was like, listen, Andy, I'm doing everything possible, but it looks like the man just doesn't want me around. So um, I had a chance to talk to his spiritual father, and the only thing that he told me was that he just doesn't like the guy. Okay. So in such a case, how how um how do you handle it? How do I even break it out to the gentleman? Okay. You should look for another father. Yeah. Please either a father who doesn't want you to be his son. Look for another. You, you. It's not by force that you have only one father. Okay. Some fathers say they only accept you when you are successful. Okay, revive coming. Please come in. Revive her coming. All right. Uh, revive. Yeah, I'm um, Oliver. I think that with the. Uh, 
this question of Misa right now, yeah. sometimes I feel uh, with some of the fathers, it's, it's the it's a fatherhood is a season. That's how I believe it. And one of the things I know is that you can be a man of God where you can, by God, through you, produce a child. That's true. Baptizing, or converting, but it doesn't necessarily mean the person should stay with you forever. Oh, yes. I so, think Mr. Kodi even asked so, about it. I was going to talk about it. Yeah, okay. So, in this case, the guy should know that um, there are certain relationships you can't keep them forever. Oh, At sure. certain point in time in your life, God has a way of doing a new thing, of bringing people to your life for That's them true. to continue the work that has already been done by another man. Okay. However, we should also not destroy the relationship. Because, yes, because they are saying they don't need us. So, this person in question should even bother of trying to relate with this person, but how he should find a way of trying to pay to honor him as, as a man of God. That's true. That's it. And he should he should he do he shouldn't pretend, he should be real. If he's angry at him, yeah. he should let his emotions out and sure. know that look, he should be human. You know, one of the things I feel these days we don't do well about is trying to conceal our emotions and our feelings. That's true. In, in one of his Dad's book, he says that one of the ways to become a, a leader, excellent leader, is to show your emotions. Yes. So there are times, let the people know that, look, Jack, human beings, that is it. But it doesn't stop you from being a son. Yeah. yeah because in a family setting, we fight all the time. Sure. Our fathers, after many years, we'll go and come back home. Sure. So I don't know. I, we may not also want to give a conclusion of this story yeah. because true. we may not know what the son also That's said true. to the father. That's true. For the father to do that. But I think we can give a general advice That's that true. he should also see that probably God has brought their relationship to, to a point where they need to separate. They need to separate. And I think growth sometimes, yes, growth sometimes brings separation. So it's, it's just a normal thing for you to be separated from someone. So that's a little I want to say because personally I have a personal example. Oh yes, about I know this same story. I know. Yes, that's about this I story know. where yes, where the man of God in question have been trying everything possible that I could and relate with the person. Initially, before the incident happened, he also told me he doesn't need me around just like you are you are saying about your friend. So initially, when the incident happened, he was expecting me to be staying around, and he was like, he wasn't treating me well. So that was when I also, that time Papa Cass had come into the scene. So his yes. perception was like, maybe Papa Cass was the one trying to influence me, but it was actually Papa Cass who saved me from him. I would have destroyed his ministry. Because yeah. at the you point that I had influence over way. all, <laughs> yes. yes, I had influence over all his church members. Sure. To the point that his associate pastor right now was my son that I used to live with in the same room. I buy food for everything, clothes, everything. The guy who was serving me in, my, in the same room, but I had to, the guy to stay in the church. When I left there, I have had five people who came to my church and said they want to be church members. And I and had you to send them back to go back. Yeah. Yes, I told them to go back. 
So um, the problem is, 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 is that he has to know how to be a son. And then he should also learn about sonship. I think this person in question also have a sense of right somewhere. Sure. Trying to prove a point. In the eyes of your father, you don't prove a point. You just that's it. Fathers are always right. Whether they are wrong or not, they are always right. Just try to be just be a son. And 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 because I feel that the peace is what is needed here. All right. So thank you. Main cutting is input here. Alright, so I think I think it's not a revival camp. So revival has such a great example. So we don't spoil the relationship, but you just come to understand that it is possible that God is just saying, Charlie, it's time for you to move on. Aha, uh-huh, it's time for you to move on. And like I was saying, Mr. Kudia should all it should it's not always permanent. Our parents giving us I'm here, me, I don't take too many instructions for my parents again and all of that. So Certain relationships grow, and some, some like Paul said, I planted at Polo's water, God gave the increase. And some fathers, like Revival was saying, some fathers, they only accept you after you have become successful. They train every this brother that is struggling like this, wait for him to be successful. That same father will want to come and preach for him, who want to come to his house, who want to use his car, who say, Charlie, it's been a while since I, I had your seed. You understand? Uh-huh. And they'll be going about taking funds in the name of that son. So sometimes just use success as your means of building certain relationships and all of that. So you should understand that not all relationships are permanent. I remember there's a story in the book of Acts where Paul and um, Mark, John Mark, were walking together and Barnabas. Then um, we got to a point, Barnabas was quite useless in a way. And Paul said, I don't want him around me. He sacked him away. And, 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 and. Mark left and went to Jerusalem and went and worked there and wrote the book of Gospel of Mark. When the guy finished writing the Gospel of Mark, Paul said, hey, the guy is powerful. I need him. Send for John Mark for me. You see that? So it was after Mark had done something substantial with his life that Paul, who was a father, was now saying, I think I need Mark around me because he's going to be beneficial to me in ministry. You see that? So... I think some of these things they they do happen in ministry. You find out that there are some fathers they they it depends. Okay, so I'm receiving it. Please, um, Pastor Andy, are you okay with the question? I think I uh, I think you are okay with the answer. I please, are you calling in? Okay. Okay, so uh, yeah. Just as um uh revivalists yes. Okay, so it is similar is something similar to it, but realize the kids that um actually had a convention and um he hosted uh, one of the great men of God that was like Two years back, eight, three years back, sorry. Um, revenue to Danaba. Okay. Then after the program, yeah, he actually went to his spiritual father, told him that oh, he wants to sow a seed in revenue to his life. Because that's something that his spiritual father has taught them. That whenever you see a great man of God, 
you would you, you should learn how to soul seed yes so he actually held his hand sent him to Reverend Stood. okay and Reverend Stood actually prayed for him then he was sent to the northern region for um a crusade then when he went to um when when he got there he actually went to Reverend Stood's church again to go and sow a seed but even before he got there he called his spiritual father told him that oh he's done with like he wants to go and sow a seed um like he wants to just go and honor revenue stood not even sow a seed to go and honor revenue stood and come back then the spiritual father said okay fine no problem so he called revenue stood then reven like revenue stood gave him the go ahead then the boy can come he went the later when he came back that was the end of the relationship okay because from what he was saying he said his spiritual father said he's um he has seen something bigger than him that is his spiritual father so he's drifting towards that side okay 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 yes wow so i hey yes papa j you're welcome it's papa j papa j you're welcome wow. it's not easy so these are i think it's almost the same thing rivalry is going is going different through and um the, I, I didn't know pod beam they allow 120 minutes they said 120 minutes is up yeah trying to connect disconnect our our broadcast but we we are having a powerful time here <clears throat> so um in his case you know so 